Hello and welcome. <laughs> it's such a joy to be here. Every time I come to record a podcast, I just hug myself with glee. I love sharing with you. I really do. And I thank you. I thank you for your kind words. I thank you for your shares. I thank you for your feedback. I thank you for your likes. I thank you for your love. <laughs> oh, and if you're not following me on YouTube, please do so. I am Bodam Taiwo on YouTube, and I'm going to be bringing you a lot more content there as well, video content. So yes, you get to see my face, uh, my real face, and but yes, do follow me on there. So today, I just wanted to share a bit about vulnerability, being vulnerable. That's what I'm going to call this one, vulnerability. <laughs> And what is vulnerability? It's the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. And I tell you, when I read that definition, I actually searched for the actual dictionary definition of vulnerability. And I read it and I was like, this is a big one. It's scary. <laughs> it's not just scary, it's terrifying. Why would I want to be exposed to the possibility of being hurt? Why would I want to be exposed to the possibility of being harmed, either physically or emotionally? Why would I want to expose myself to the possibility of what I share being used against me, either deliberately or otherwise? And I know I'm not the only one in this particular boat. And this is why we close off parts of ourselves so that we can protect ourselves. I get it. I over get it. <laughs> um, a little bit on this, not a little bit honestly, because some of my friends would roll their eyes. Um, I was firmly sitting on this table. It's such a scary thought. Let's just all be friends in a lovely friend way without all this, you know, possibility of being hurt or being harmed or being attacked. I'm going to go spiritual on you for a moment. Jesus knew that Judas was going to betray him. He knew. He, he had to know, right? And yet he kept company with him. He shared his food with him. He went on journeys with him. He shared his vision for what he was leaving behind with him. He shared his hopes with him. He shared his fears with him. He brought him in when he was talking about the parables. And when he broke down what the parables meant in private, Judas was right there with him. Guess what? He made Judas in charge of the money. I'm like, what? <laughs> but he knew the heart of Judas. He knew that a betrayal was coming. On that dark night when he said, one of you is going to betray me, he knew already from the very start that Judas had it in him. And yet, he shared everything that he was with Judah. With Judas, rather. And I just believe that Jesus probably weighed the things. And this is just, I'm not saying, this is not dogma or anything. This is just me ruminating with my overreactive imagination. 
I think Jesus probably weighed it and he thought, okay, yes, there's the part where someone needs to betray me to fulfill prophecy. But beyond that, if I have 12 and 11 catch my spirit, 11 catch my vision, 11 catch my love, 11 get my heart, 11 key into what I'm trying to leave behind, then the betrayal is worth it. If of 12, 11 understand the mission, the vision, the assignment that I've been sent here to do, then it's worth it. This one betrayal, this one cuts, this one stab of the sword so deep is worth it. And I got to thinking about our generation. I got to thinking about you. And I got to thinking about myself. Remember I said every time I record one of these podcasts, I'm, I'm speaking with you, but I'm speaking with myself as well. We are probably the most connected generation ever. Yet, we are also the most isolated generation. We're connected across Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and Facebook and TikTok and I don't know what. We dance on social media. We share incredibly personal things about ourselves online. We get likes and views and comments and shares and saves from hundreds and sometimes thousands of people. And yet, sometimes we aren't courageous enough to really let ourselves be seen by those closest to us. When we're vulnerable, truly vulnerable, there's the possibility that we could be hurt. That's correct. But it's also in that space of genuine vulnerability that we forge the strongest bonds. Listen, a lot of us are so strong on the outside. We're strong at work. We're strong as leaders. Maybe we're strong as wives and as mothers. And my question to you today is where is that place? And where is that community where you can freely be weak and you'd be upheld? Do you have sisters who know you? Like sisters who really know you? And this is even more important. I was about to say in your waiting season, but it's really important at every stage of your life. But I think, I believe, it's especially important if you're in a waiting season or if you're in leadership. Now, if you're in a waiting season, and what do I mean? If you're waiting for a spouse, you're waiting for a child, you're waiting for a healing, you're waiting for a promotion, you're waiting for a breakthrough, you're waiting for a vision to come to pass. Look for a community where you can both encourage others and where you can be encouraged, where you can be uplifted, where you can be weak, where you can say on some days, I don't feel like going on. And you have people cheering you on to the finish line. If you're a leader, you must have your safe space. You can't lead others all the time and not have a place where you can go, where you can share, where you can be comfortable and know your confidences will be kept, where you can cry if you must. 
and where you can just be seen and loved as a person with your fears, your warts, your scars, your wants, your desires and all of that. Where you're seen not as a celebrity or as this leader or as this famous person, but where you're seen just as you, where I'm seen just as me. A sister friend once said to me, she said, but um, yes, we know you're strong. <laughs> She's like, you're Buddha. We know you're doing great things. We know you're out there slaying dragons and leading other women and breaking mindsets and doing all of this great stuff. And she said, but we don't want you only on your strong days. said, we want you on your weekdays too. She said to me, it doesn't make you any less if you're weak. On the days when you don't feel like you can go on, those are the days we want you. (laughs) She's like, those are the days you reach out and let us see you as you. And she chastised me that day. She said, you can't always be 100% strong. Don't put up a front to those of us who know you and love you. Allow yourself to be seen and allow yourself to be weak. And I know she thought I wasn't really listening, but I was. (laughs) I listened to her. I didn't really act upon it, but, but it struck me. And this morning, as I was just meditating and thinking, this whole theme of vulnerability got to me again. And I thought, there's something here that we need to explore. And I get it. I know it's terrifying. I know it's scary. I know there's some parts of us that we just want to deal with by ourselves. But that's no way to truly live. So today, I am making a commitment to be more vulnerable with those who I love and who I trust. To be me. Strong days and not so strong days. To allow myself to be fully seen, fully known, fully supported and fully loved just as I am. No airs, no walls, no fences. Yes, there are boundaries, but at the same time, I'm not going to put up walls so high that people can't reach me and can't reach my heart. And I'd like to invite you to join me as we go on this journey. We have 55 days left to the end of this year. In what ways can you incorporate vulnerability into your life and into your relationship with others? And it doesn't mean we're not going to be wise and we're going to just share our business everywhere. But search for those people who really love you, who honor you, who are there for you and who you can be there for. Cultivate those relationships, build those relationships and commit to being vulnerable in those relationships. I love you. (laughs) I really do. It's an honor for me going on this journey with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for sharing. Don't forget to follow me on my YouTube channel. And I will speak with you again next week. I may take a break for a couple of weeks um, and then start again with season two. And in season two, I'm going to be bringing in some guests. So you look out for that, right? 
But until we speak again, stay safe. Remember, you are loved, you are worth it, you are beautiful, and you were created for such a time as this. Stay safe and remain beautiful. I'll speak to you soon.